everybody. Welcome back to another edition of the 12 Questions Podcast. My name is Jeff Gluck, and each week I ask the same 12 questions to a different race car driver. Up next is Daniel Suarez of Trackhouse Racing. Daniel, of course, just won his first career NASCAR Cup Series race in June at Sonoma Raceway to qualify for the NASCAR playoffs. At least we think, as long as there's not 17 different winners. But coming off his recent win, figured it'd be a good time to chat with him for the 12 questions. So let's listen to our conversation. All right, everybody, I'm here with Daniel Suarez for another 12 questions. Daniel, how are you doing? Good, buddy. How are you then? Good. Thank you for doing this. Uh, first question is, how do you feel about people reclining their seats on airplanes? I mean, I don't have a problem because I do it all the time. <laughs> yeah. I'm the kind of I'm the kind of guy that I recline my seat even before we take off. And then they come, tell me to move it back. And then <laughs> when they go sit down and we're about to take off, I put it back because it's just more comfortable. So I'm the one, I'm the one that's a pain. So I can't really complain on that one. Okay. Yeah. I guess you have no room, no room for that. Uh, how often do you get recognized at the grocery store? Uh, I mean, I, I don't go to a grocery store all the time, but uh, probably 20, 30% of the time. Oh, okay. Decent amount. Yeah. To, yeah. For if I go to a grocery store, Three times, uh, three times, four times a month, probably once. Okay. Well, you you guys are always cooking good food. It seems like. I well, mean, Julia is. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not a great cooker. I'm, You're eating the food, I guess. I'm eating yeah. the food. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. She's the one that is cooking the great stuff. Okay. Yeah. She looks like quite a chef. Uh, on a scale of one to ten, how good are you at replying to text messages in a timely manner? Um, in the timely manner, like how quickly? Yeah. I would say a nine. Oh, you get back to people right away. Yeah, yeah. Nice. I'm, I'm pretty. I, I like to. I like to do it. Uh, I mean, I never wait days. <laughs> oh. I, I try to do it as as quick as I can, unless I'm not really busy doing stuff. But for the most part, it's the same day. How How do you do that? A lot of guys say, "Oh, I can't do it. I'm terrible at it." But uh, th I guess they're not as polite as you. For me, <laughs> for me, it's kind of like a little bit of a respect, uh, unless it's something that doesn't require a, a, a response. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm, I'm big into emojis, so sometimes I just do thumbs up. <laughs> okay, yeah, emojis are helpful. Yeah, yeah, they're very helpful. But when it requires a response, uh, I do it fairly quickly. Okay. Um, what is the best way to get out of a conversation with someone who won't stop talking? Um, for me, I just say I don't speak English. <laughs> and I just move on. I know hablo español, and then I get the freak out of there. <laughs> That's no, great. But, no, but I, I just, I don't know, man. I, it, it can be awkward. Those, those, those awkward moments, I, I struggle. I struggle with those moments because for me, it's very, it's very difficult to, to fake myself, my mm -hmm. face. Like if I don't, I'm not lacking something, I'm not comfortable doing something. You can see it. You, yeah. you, you will be able to tell. You wear it. You wear it, your expression. You yeah, can't, yeah. You're not a good I liar. Fake it. No, I'm yeah. not a good liar. I tell you things that where they are. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you could only pick one form of social media to use and drop all of the rest, which would it be? I would say Instagram. I enjoy Instagram. Yeah, you like the pictures and stuff. I like the pictures, and I I like to, you know, I mess I mess on my stuff a good amount, but I like to to see car stuff. I lose I, I use a lot of the hashtag stuff to, oh, okay. to look for stuff that I, I am passionate about. So yeah, it's fun. Okay. Uh, what advice would you give someone who is having a hard time getting over a mistake they've made? Well, um, I believe that mistakes are 
extremely, extremely necessary to be able to to be successful in whatever that is that you want to do. Is that racing, soccer, uh, volleyball, whatever that may be, you're gonna make mistakes throughout the way, and uh, and don't, don't see that as something bad. You see that as part of the process. I don't believe anyone out there has been perfect from the outgoing. You know, it takes failure and mistakes to make greatness. So it's part of the process. Just trust the process. Okay. Um, so the next one's a wild card question where I'm mixing it up for um, each driver. Um, you and Max Verstappen are dating sisters. Uh, I was and I saw you at the F1 race. I was wondering, what, what's your relationship with Max been like? Or you know, do you do you ever talk to him? Do you have you gotten to sit down and chat? Like, what's what's that been like? Yeah, we we actually got to know each other way more in the in the Miami race. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, he's he's a great guy. Obviously, he's he's been very very successful, and uh, he he's very smart for he especially for his age. He's extremely smart, very very focused, very calm. Um, which I'm not surprised. I mean, he's been in Formula One already for seven years or so, and and he he shows that you know he shows that mature, smart, how calm he is. Uh, maybe where is he going? It's almost like you are talking to any other race car driver in the truck series, you know, very, very easygoing guy. Um, you know, he, I, have, I have a lot of respect for him. So were you able to like talk about your different series and all that kind of stuff and get the different the differences, the similarities between NASCAR, F1, things like that? Yeah, yeah, we, we talk actually quite a bit about that. And believe it or not, he, even before he knew about me, he follows NASCAR. He, oh. he, he he enjoys that. He he see, he thinks it's pretty it's pretty crazy and it's, it's it's a lot of fun to watch. So so yeah, he he, he enjoys that. Uh, obviously now he he follows a little bit more, uh, paying a little more attention to N99. Uh, yeah, it's fun. You know, it's it's already fun that uh, that uh, that that he's doing everything that that he's doing in, in Formula One, being very very successful. I'm doing my thing here in NASCAR and. Uh, and once in a while, maybe in the off-season and stuff, maybe we can get together and have a little uh, fun out of racing. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, if Sutton, if someone blatantly wrecked you to win a race, would you interrupt their celebration? No, no, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Uh, well, it's hard to tell. I mean, right now I would say no because I'm very cool right now. <laughs> yeah. But maybe in the heat of the moment, we'll be different. But. But I'm, I'm the kind of person I never forget things, you know, like I still remember people that moved me from 10 years ago. Wow. Um, I have very bad memory, but when it comes to racing, I remember everything. So um, I feel like most of the time people race you the way that, they, that you race them. Uh, so, you know, if somebody moves me for the win uh, in what I think is a dirty move, they can, they can have, they're, they're going to have a few coming. Okay, I love that. Uh, what movie do you think you've seen the most times over the last year? I watched actually Fast and Furious last week a couple of times just because it was on TV uh, when we were in Nashville, I think it was. So maybe one of the Fast and Furious. You're not. It's funny. You're not the first person to say that this year because it seems like they're always on TV. They're so always on TV. Yeah. Always. I, I think it was in. I can't remember which channel it was, but it was on TV on Friday, and then I was watching the same channel the next day, and it was on TV again, and I watched it again. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Uh, when you think about NASCAR five years from now, what are you the most optimistic about, and what worries you the most? 
Honestly, there is no one thing that worries me the most. I feel like NASCAR is going in an amazing direction. Um, I feel like I feel like if, if you look to NASCAR right now and you see NASCAR where it was probably three or four years ago, I feel like we're definitely moving in the right direction. Uh, one of the things that excite me the most is honestly um, having an opportunity to maybe go international. I feel that uh, it will be like a dream to me to, to race in my country and, and maybe in Canada, you know, these are two amazing countries that we have next door. Um, I think that would be very, very special. Uh, I have never raced really in, in this level in front of all my people. I would say the closest it gets is California or Texas or places like this, but never in front of all the people that, that saw me, you know, grow in the NASCAR Mexico series and stuff like that. So, so that would be, amazing you know to go international yeah i can't even imagine how good the atmosphere would be like yeah. it would just be electric it would be amazing uh, i can wait yeah um so a magic genie appears and offers you the chance to go back to the beginning of your racing career and start all over but the catch is that you get to retain all of the knowledge and experience you have now so do you accept this offer to go back or do you just stay where you are i will go back man because you know i, I don't go from a racing family um, and I thought that I have learned, I would say, 80% of the stuff I know by my own, uh, just by making mistakes and, and grinding and understanding by myself. Uh, my father, he, he's not a race car driver, you know, he, he, he has a restoration shop, so he, he has taught me a lot, but when it comes to racing, it's, it's hard for him to teach me a lot because he doesn't know much. Mm -hmm. So. You know, I felt that uh, I, I, I said this to Julia all the time that if, if one day, you know, we have a kid uh, and it happens that he or she is interested in racing, you know, it would be very, very cool for me to, to try to to tell him or her all the, all, the, all the experiences I have had in my life, because many of these experiences I have had to, to learn them the hard way. And uh, and and yeah, I mean, I felt like if he, if, if I can go only not too far if i can only go five years back with the experience i have today it will be way different yeah no that'd be that'd be very interesting uh so each week i ask a driver to give me a question for the next person um the last one was with martin truex jr and he wanted to know about your first win um not only how it felt but he was wondering um if it changed you and um i guess if it didn't why not i feel like it changed me a little bit just the fact that that i, I I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm the kind of driver that I have, I've been always very confident on myself. I, I have always trusted myself. I feel like that's, that's kind of like the, the, the base of everything, just having that confidence that you can do it. But one thing is, is knowing yourself that you can win races. And another thing is, is everyone to know that you are a winner, that you already done it. And, uh, and I feel, honestly, I feel lighter. You know, I feel like I, I took a huge weight out of my shoulders and, and, and now, you know, now I, I don't have to, you know, the first one at least, I don't have to prove that I can do it. I know I can and everyone knows that. Now we have to just go out there and repeat it. So, so yeah, I think, I think that part is, is the part that, it hasn't changed me, but it just feels so much better, like a huge relief uh, out of my shoulders. Yeah, no, that's, that's amazing. Um, so the next interview I'm doing is with Denny Hamlin. Do you have a, a question I can ask Denny? You know, I, w I will ask Denny. Um, I, I have known Denny obviously uh, very well from being teammates and, um, and, uh, and I'm very curious to, to know, you know, how he, how he managed to, 
to split his time, you know, between being a race car driver for Jogi Racing and being an owner at 2311. Uh, I find myself that sometimes, just as a race car driver, sometimes I don't have a lot of time during the week. Uh, and very often I think on myself, like, man, I wonder how he's doing it because he has to play two roles and, mm -hmm. uh, and he must be, you know, I'm just wondering how he's managed all his time and, and if, if he believes that maybe maybe 2311 has taken a little bit of the time of racing or maybe not, or maybe maybe he's learning from one thing that he can share with the other. I don't know, but how, how he managed to be able to to make both work and everyone make everyone happy because you have to make happy not just your sponsors that you're driving with, but also your, your sponsors that you have a partnership with in 2311. So how he managed to do all these things at the same time? Yeah, wow, that's a really good question. Well, thank you so much for doing this. I really appreciate it. Thank you, Jeff. Appreciate it, man. All right, everybody, there you have it. Daniel Suarez on the 12 Questions podcast. Appreciate him taking the time to do that. And as you heard there, next week will be Denny Hamlin. So we're sort of in the midst of a run of, of playoff drivers at the moment. And I uh, hope you've been enjoying some of these recent podcasts, trying to give some insight on getting to know these drivers a little bit better and their personalities and how they see the world and all that. Anyway, appreciate you so much for listening as always. And I will talk to you next time on the 12 Questions Podcast.